0: So, Caleb. Yes? Uh, you know how I like uh, sexy things? I do know how you like sexy things. And do you know how I kind of like spooky supernatural things? I, I do. I do. I'm aware. So, I have stumbled across a show, a oh. Spanish show oh. uh, set in set in Spain okay. uh, on Netflix. It's one of the new Netflix shows that have recently come out called Furia. Oh, yeah. Spain. <laughs> yeah. Spain. Was, was it, what's it called again? Furia. Furia. Like, but like feria, because it's f e r i a, not like fear ia. It's like feria, uh, like something okay, more okay. Spanish. The
1: the darkest light.
0: The darkest light. Yeah, okay. uh, le luz uh, moscato mus, or something like that. I don't know, because that's what it says in the mas thing. oscura. Mas La luz escura, yeah. La luz más So uh, I've stumbled across this show, and I've started watching it. I, I recently finished my rewatch of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Um, there's, there's five seasons of that, and I just finished my rewatch of it, and I was like, I need another show. That show came up. Uh, there was a couple, actually, that had come up. There was that one. Uh, another one was like The Cold Light of Day or something like that. There was a couple of shows that I had to choose from. I chose this one because the very first thing it said was like a cult, blah, blah. And I'm like, sold. (laughs) And so I started watching it and I will say that it started kind of slow only for the first, like the first half of the first episode. I was like, come on, get to to the cool, sexy stuff. (laughs) And then it did. And I was like, holy fuck, this show is so cool. Because here's the thing, the cults, like the, the supernaturally things are real We are seeing them happen, but Uh everyone in the town is like, no, these 23 people just went into a mine and off to themselves because they're a bunch of nutters. But you were like, no, I saw the demon creature thing and it's cute as fuck and I want one, but I know that it's like a demon that's trying to open a portal to another like hellscape world, but I still kind of want one because it's really fucking cute and little this is awesome. Okay. And, and the whole like premise is that this, so basically what happens is there's these two girls and their, uh, their parents, uh, just disappear one day. So the, the parents just fucking disappear. Spoiler. 23, uh, well, <laughs> right. <laughs> and 23 naked dead bodies stumble out of a mine sold. and just die. Like they just walk out and they just fucking die in front of the mine. Right. Like already I was like, I'm sold already. This sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> And so the story is basically, like, you know, this special investigator comes from Madrid to, you know, to this very small town, Feria is the name of the town, to uh, to try to figure out, like, what happened. And so they, they get to the kids, and they're like, we got to find your parents, like you know, tell us about all the crazy sex cult things your parents were into, and they were like, we literally have no fucking clue what you're talking about, because they don't. This is also a surprise to them. They didn't know that their parents were part of this cult, but the problem is the parents weren't any of the dead bodies, but they know that the parents went in with the dead bodies, and now we're all mystery. So I haven't finished it yet, so I can't spoil the series for you, Uh, but- but they do dive back into the history of it, and we okay. see that the mom has been involved in this for like years and years and years, and it's like her dad was involved with it, and and his parents. Like it's this whole big ordeal. Fucking wild. But like part of the message is like it's it's a it's like a, a cult of the flesh. So there's like mm-hmm. you know they're saying like the flesh doesn't belong to you. Like it's a lie. Like it's very matrixy. Like this world is a lie. The flesh is a lie, uh, which very reminded me of that Doctor Who episode. Uh, hmm. uh, you know the flesh, yeah. Um, and, it, and it's it's just wild story. It's really fucking wild, but it's a really really good series. I highly recommend it if you're into weird cult stuff.
1: I mean, I definitely am, and I am sold. Um, couple of questions. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I didn't know there was a Guadalajara in Spain. Uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at a map of Spain. I, as you do, I, 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 as we talk about countries on the show, I often pull up the map and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, I'm assuming it's Spanish language because Spanish it's in language Spain. is yep. it is it subtitled or is it dubbed?
0: Subtitled. I I don't know if uh, Netflix offers a dubbed uh, option. I would okay. assume they do, but it is. I am watching it in Spanish. All
1: right, so I would enjoy that, but we probably wouldn't be able to, to watch it because Ellen. Uh, Ellen loves to read, but doesn't love to read her television. She loves to you sure. know, kind of to listen and visually consume one up. She also will do other things like she'll knit and like uh, yeah. she'll she'll do uh, like side project work and stuff like that. That kind of takes half of her focus, and so she likes to to hear the, the words in English. Understandable. I totally. I turn the subtitles on regardless. We've talked about this, you know, both yeah. you know, for the sake of my hearing as well as <clears throat> because. I enjoy reading so much that I enjoy also reading what I'm watching. I don't know, it's it's, it's just uh, it's just who I am. So I would like that uh, because I already have the subtitles on anyway. She wouldn't. Uh, and also, depending on how scary it is, uh, she, she may or may not be interested. It, but It's
0: not that scary so far. Okay. Uh, there, it isn't gory, really. Like, the when the people die, they just sort of fucking fall over. Hmm. You know, like, they don't, they don't, like, gush blood or anything like that. Um, you see, like, a couple of people get shot by guns and stuff like that, but it's just like a yeah. bang and the person just falls over yeah. and it's that.
1: I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's not too big of a deal. Yeah. But uh, again,
0: I'm only, I, I think I've got, like, Two episodes left, and so far there hasn't been anything gory. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Well,
1: and surprisingly, after you recommended it, like she watched the entirety of Archive Eighty One with me,
0: and yeah, that we, was really fun. We
1: both really enjoyed it, and I expected yeah. you to be like, I don't know, this is a bit on the like on the spooky side. I'm not into it. Uh, but I mean, the end, this show surprised me, and like, uh, I I had started watching. I still. Oh god, I got to go back and finish it. But I had started watching. Oh, now you're gonna make me try to remember. What was the the series that wasn't part of the the, the like Hill House anthology but by um, the same uh, same makers?
0: Mass, um, midnight, midnight mass. mass. Yes, yeah. thank
1: you. Uh, I had started watching a couple episodes of Midnight Mass, and Ellen later saw that I started. She's like, "Oh, I would have watched that with you." And I was like, "I didn't think that you would." So, yeah. uh, I, I want to go back and, and watch that because I feel like it's kind of a like a similar vibe with like the there's spooky under undercurrents, but it is not like full on like it's not meant to like scare the shit out of you. That's kind yeah. of the, the vibe that I got. So it, it,
0: it isn't. This isn't scary at all. Like even even the the scary supernatural part of screens aren't they aren't intended to be scary they're just intended to be supernatural occult-y love you it. know and you're gonna love the little the little creature thing nah. like as soon as you see it you're gonna be like I want one immediately <laughs> I also like, I, what do I gotta do get naked for it fine I yep. will get naked for this tiny creature in a fucking heartbeat
1: done <laughs> soul sewed <laughs> in a minute um, now, I, uh, I've been looking through the IMDb profile for this, and uh, they don't show the creature. And uh, I love that because I, I assume that that's something that you would get some, some benefit from seeing it for the first time in the show rather yeah. than having it spoiled for you by yeah. a casual image search. Uh, it is so. a
0: very main – I mean, it, it's it's a, once it appeared after, like, episode two, I think, it's in, like, every episode after. Yeah. So, Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. No, and, and if you liked Archive 81 and Midnight Mass, this is kind of like, it, it's like a Spanish lives in between that sort of world. It's yeah. very, it feels very Midnight Massy where it's like this very small closed downtown where everyone's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean it's a cult? You know, but it also <laughs> kind of has that Archive 81 where you're like, eh, hang on a minute. This is Something's, definitely a cult. I think other people are more in on this than you're giving, than you're letting me know.
1: Like the like, Archive Eighty One was like a spookier version of Only Murders in the Building. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> right. Right, 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 yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, uh, and and there I were mean, there was a lot of murders in that building.
1: I like spooky shit. I even like to a certain extent I like scary shit. I don't. I don't. You know, I the like there's a whole uh, thing in horror where like I don't love like gorer. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. love slashers. That's not my jam. Like there's, there are some good ones. It's That's not my, my jam. And I don't like jump scares for the sake of jump scares. I want something to like slowly disassemble my psyche. I want it to be like so scary. I don't realize it's scary until like suddenly I'm just shreds. Uh, Yeah. Like I think of like House of Leaves Uh, (laughs) was like that. Like it's such a slow burn and just like, like it takes the most precise tweezers and just starts to pick apart your your reality uh, to the point where, like, bright, sunshiny, like, Sunday afternoon driving into work at the fucking mall, like, out in the countryside. I was having, like, vivid waking nightmares behind the wheel of the car. To Like, I had
0: to, to pull over. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing about, like, slasher or, like, super gory or weird, you know, movie, like, Saw movies where it's, like, the torture porn. I fucking hate Or, like, the- Monster of the Week kind of movies. Those don't scare me because... I can I can logic and reason my way out of it, but it's like the archive eighty ones, yeah. you know, that I think about later, and I'm like, oh fuck, like that totally could be a th- like there probably is a building like that somewhere in New York City, like Jesus Christ, like mm-hmm. th- this is this is totally a thing, you know. Um, so like yeah, that's the type of stuff that gets me down like, the line is because it's the stuff when I'm thinking about it later, like.
1: The, the The house that I'm in right now the place that we bought a little over a year ago <clears throat> I don't like you know that, I, that I've had experiences that may or may not have been hauntings. In fact, I, I tell the stories over on our newest show, Possibly Normal. Uh, I'm just gonna
0: say, well, you should start a whole podcast. I,
1: I should start a podcast about this. Uh, and you know, the, this wasn't necessarily intended to be a plug, but you know, it's the perfect place to put a plug. And sure it is. You know, we really should, as responsible uh, podcast hosts, we should be plugging our other shows. Uh, Possibly Normal is a short form, uh, biweekly show where I tell. Stories of things that may or may not be paranormal, but are true stories. Uh, Several of which have happened to me. The house that I live in now, I don't get that that vibe from at all. Like, I haven't had any weird experiences. Except for the time that Ellen told me she saw me walk past her when she was brushing her teeth in the bathroom. Like, walk past her towards the kitchen. And I was in here in the office, which is two doors Um, down the hallway.
0: That was another Caleb, though. And that worries me what what would we name what would we name that movie when we write it about uh about that would it be well you said Caleb all the way down <laughs> it's Caleb's uh, all the way down Caleb's all the way down but would it be like uh uh all all the Calebs you could handle like what what would be what would we name that but then like the naming of course is important because it could also like that determines whether it's a comedy or it's a like a a serious sci-fi film
1: uh, for a second i thought you were going to uh um, Hoffman, me for <laughs> we got to determine if you're in a comedy or a tragedy. <laughs> a
0: tragedy. Little did he know. Little I've did he entire know. Entire papers about little did he know.
1: <laughs> you know what? Just once, I wish I would know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I,
0: I mean, even just a little,
1: I, I would love a little to know. Speaking of, of movies, we should write. Did I, I, did I tell you? I think I told you about how I want, I want like an apocalypse movie or like a post-apocalypse yeah. movie. But instead of it being, like, a nightmarish dystopia of, like, you know, roving street gangs, like, killing everyone in sight or, like, diseases, you know, wiping out people or, like, zombies or whatever. like, none of that shit. I just want, like, something happened. The world is, is like, mostly in ruins. And the the few remaining people, they're just fucking living their best goddamn life.
0: Just everybody's fucking chill. Like,
1: just, like having having cookouts like roasting roasting veggies or whatever over an open fire like making making handmade coffee uh and just taking long walks through the ruins and just in just really like not a not a capitalist in sight
0: like,
1: <laughs> that, that's the apocalypse movie
0: that i with. you know and it's funny is like if you remove the whole um uh I feel like if you if you remove the Edgar Smiley and um fucking what's his name in Demolition Man, that's kind of where they were at. <laughs> like they, they were at that society, but they were like everyone was just fucking chill. Like if you lived on the other side of town mm-hmm. uh, of Demolition Man, like a San San uh, San Francisco or whatever it was, and you're on the other side of town and all the shit with Sylvester Stallone's going on the far side of town, but like you'd never see it. You'd no. never see him blowing up buildings and shit. You're just walking around being like Fucking happy as shit, not swearing because swearing is a violation of the uh, language code. Uh, But you're just like, yo, I'm just living my best life with my three seashells. And, uh, you know, uh, walking around having Taco Bell every night. I was like, like is that is... the one
1: where, where Taco yeah. Bell is? And so, I mean, that would Taco be... Taco Bell
0: survives the the franchise wars, and they were the last uh, remaining... Re- so all restaurants are now Taco Bell.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's the world that I want.
0: I mean, it's a very communist world. Like, let's be real, because like... <laughs> It it is like everybody is basically equal, right? And yeah. It, you know, like everybody kind of lives on the same footing, except for the one like you know boss boss guy. But like everyone's kind of on that same foot, you know, footing. Everybody mm-hmm. ha- kind of has the means pr- to production. You know, everything is very. Uh, everybody has everything, but there are people who are like, I I kind of want to get drunk on a Thursday, and I think I should be able to do that. And you know what? I agree with them too. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: like we, we get in, in, the, in the upcoming episode on uh, uh, this coming Sunday where we talk about the the Russian film Attraction and Attraction. the Russian alien action film. Uh, we get into a little bit about how you, know, you and I both grew up towards the, the tail end of the Cold War and, you know, Russia's bad, communism's bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've always kind of sympathized with the communists. Like I... not, not the actual like – not not what happened in reality when communism was supposed to be a thing, but like the right. idea of communism I, I like from a young age I, I, you know, I sign me up
0: I you know, whenever somebody would be like, yeah, but would you like uh to have you know to everybody gets the same? And I'm like, Yes. Yeah, because you've been drilling that into my head in school for fucking twelve years that everybody should be on the same level. So why would it be any different Like you told me in kindergarten, this is the golden rule, treat people how you'd want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I want to have a house and have food. So should everybody else. I, mean, I don't understand like how is this bad? I don't get it. And yes, there are shitty people that make shitty communism things. But like, you're not, you're not, you're not selling it the right way because no. <laughs> you're definitely make it seem like everybody just gets to survive and I'm cool with that. Yeah. So like, you got, you got to <laughs> like, you got to be like, yeah, but no, but that's bad because like, yeah. you got to tell me that because, because I'm not, I, I'm kind of missing I, the point.
1: I'm, I'm really, I'm not feeling, I'm not, I'm not picking up what you're putting
0: down here. I'm not feeling the right. vibes. Right, right. I mean, if it's like, yeah, everyone's at the same level because everybody is poor, and I'm like, great, that's capitalism right now. Yeah. So, like, you're also still not selling me. <laughs> everybody is poor right now too. You gotta do a better job at this. You're really doing a terrible job of of telling me why communism is bad. You're doing a really <laughs> terrible job. <laughs> I just said, like, is there a brochure I'm not reading? I'm I must be missing something everyone is equal, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I would like to be equal to people like, uh, Jeff Bezos, even if, if he came down, you know, 500 and I went up 400 and we kind of meet in the middle and, you know, maybe there's a little bit, maybe, maybe he has a two car garage, but I only have a one car garage. I'm okay with that. Like if that's, if that's what our definition of like rich or poor is okay, cool. But I, right now, it's like 90% of the people uh, can't buy bread, and Jeff Bezos is demolishing an antique, you know, 600-year-old uh, bridge because his yacht can't fit under it. Yeah, like,
1: le- legit, fuck that guy in half.
0: Here, you <laughs> know, like, this is where, again... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I technically own a uh, a piece of a shared garage in my building that we didn't even use until just a couple of weeks ago because we didn't oh. have a car. Uh, oh, right,
0: and now you have a car, yeah.
1: And I feel like... You know, like, there there might be a metaphor for communism there somewhere, uh, but I don't. Uh, it's, I don't have the energy to find.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's listen, man. It's it's late on a Saturday night. Uh, I've gotten as far as a brochure joke about communism, and that's that's as deep as I can get. I think.
1: Speaking of everyone being equal. Sure, uh, because I, I'm, I'm known for for my glorious segues. Uh, this week is the final season, our final week of the season of the Lost in Destiny Two before Witch Queen comes out. At which point, everyone will be
0: equal in their in their power level. Hey, you fucking <laughs> did it! There Got it em. is, and that <laughs> is the true reason uh, for communism: mm-hmm, is everyone mm-hmm. should be at the same power level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and each activity should, sc- this is how it should be in real life too. Each activity should scale to your power level mm-hmm. so that everybody's on. So even if, if you're Jeff Bezos and I'm me and we both go into McDonald's, you know, for me, they're like, yeah, it's going to be $5. And for Jeff Bezos, they're like, yeah, it's going to be $51 million because it's scaling yeah. based on his, on our, on our, you know, power levels. And that's, you know, cause to him, he's like, oh, 51 million. Yeah, sure here you go. I just spent that, uh, demolishing a, a fucking orphanage. Like, here you go. Hey, you know, whereas like, I'm like, Hey, the, I spent $5 today because I'm really hungry. I might die.
1: Bezos would make that $51 million back while he's shitting out the McDonald's. He just ate
0: a hundred percent. Right. <laughs> and you with, know? with interest, uh, I, Caleb, I think we've just <laughs> solved capitalism. We did it. Everything just scales based on your power. Everybody gets a score, right? <laughs> like, it, like we, we fucking, we get rid of the credit score thing, and we do a score based on your your value, and then everything scales accordingly. So if you're poor, everything's really fucking free. Like, everything is free because, like, it's like, oh, well, in relation, like, you should just have this house because... Because you don't make a lot of money, and this other person would be like, "Oh, well, you want this house? Well, it's going to be, you know, eighty million dollars because it's a percentage of your income, and that's yeah. how it should be." Also, housing not
1: being just a basic right that everybody well, that gets just, is yeah. is really like, and that's that's not picking on your example specifically. It's just like this is a notion that's been like just like fucking pinball bouncing around my brain for. <laughs> For days now, because it's it's come up multiple times, Uh, just this idea of housing being unaffordable at all is just like housing and food and water, like uh, clean water, like like the basic thing. Like, all right, I'm stealing someone else's line, but like the notion of having to earn a living, yeah, is like you like prove to me you deserve to exist.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what? Right. I, I mean, like, there are so many other ways... Uh, listen, this is not a political podcast. <laughs> it's about to fucking be, let me tell you. <laughs> but, like, there's so many other... Like... You know, what what is contribution to society? It has been defined as uh being able to make a thing that people can physically hold and purchase as opposed to contributing anything. Like back in the day we used to revere poets and artists and stuff like that. And now it's like, well, unless you can NFT that art, yeah, you know, then GTFO. Yeah. I was I'm not I'm not proud of that sort of analogy abbreviation thing, but it really works it and did. I think it's important for you to understand.
1: It worked and I hate that it
0: worked. <laughs> right.
1: I was really uh, rooting against you. I want you to know. That.
0: I, I'm rooting against listen, I I'm always rooting against myself. So like it's okay. I accept that. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. That was stupid. But I said it. And I'm not wrong. But like
1: you watched it.
0: You can't I, unwatch it. I can't unwatch. I can't unsay it. It's been said and recorded and put on the internet. That's true. That's true. And like Even even
1: now, we technically have the power to stop it, but we're not going to.
0: We're not. We're not even going to do it. Uh, <laughs> what we are going to say is thanks a lot for listening, everyone, to this bonus episode. We super appreciate it. Uh, if you have not hit subscribe or follow or whatever it is on your platform, uh, player of choice, make sure to do so. Uh, and, of course, leave a rating and review if you are so inclined. It's super, super helpful to us. Helps us get seen. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more... You know, list we get put on, and then the more views we get, and then the more money we can make, and we can refuel our capitalist society. <laughs> uh, but of course, if if that none of those options are are there for you, you can also, uh, as we always say, share with one hundred thousand of your closest friends. It is the least you can do. Just minimum. <laughs> uh, so thanks a lot for joining us, everyone, and catch our brand new episode this coming Sunday. So we will see you on Sunday. Oh, oh yeah.
1: A father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.